Hello! Welcome to episode 95 of We Have Issues. I'm Anthony. And I'm Stevie Wildcard. And every week, Stevie Wildcard and I get together and we do our best to... Steven, we we make plans and the rain ruins them, Steven! And the, and the, <laughs> we, let our, we let our issues make a, make some beautiful plans and then we just come down like Florida rain and just rain on the parade. <laughs> like it's a wedding day. It's a free ride and they're already there. Um, Like it's a good buy. So you just get, no, no. Anyway, we destroy our issues. and we By get, turning off the power grid. <laughs> by turning off the power grid of our issues. And we get something done. Uh, Most recently, we've been working on a supernatural action comedy comic called Deathless. And uh, it's going pretty well well so far steven uh, i failed <laughs> steven that was a really good impression of me steven i really appreciate it i feel like i timed it properly too i think I, I feel like that's exactly what you would have said it that pretty much is how it goes um okay so every week we talk about kind of how we did what's going on steven i'm gonna give us a big pass this week we had a memorial to go to we had a lot going on it was you and I, like, we both knew, like, we were like, every week we try to say, like, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to try to do this, we're going to get some pages done, we're going to do our best to be productive and overcome our issues. Sometimes our issues are just, just, just going to be there, it's just something that we have to live through, and it's not necessarily something to be dismissed or over, you know, just something we have to wade through and overcome through experience um, in order to get to a place in which we can facilitate productivity. And I think that's, that's what this was, dude, that was this week. Um, there was no getting through this without doing it like i mm -hmm. like this week i had to make i had to make uh that that video and it you know it was it was hard man um so for those of you who don't know uh, who might not have seen our you know recent episodes are we recently lost a really close friend to us um our friend mike curtis uh recently passed away and it was it was rough steve and i've been going through it for since 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 the loss it's been a, it's been a big thing and we've both been kind of I don't know, dude. I mean, I know I, sh I shouldn't speak for you. I'll say like, I've been, I've been like waiting for this to finally come as if a final yes. goodbye, no, even though I know, I know it's not, I know they're going to be like, it's, it's going to continue to be like an organic si situation, which it'll come up, you know, all the time or just like, you know, sporadically throughout my life forever. But I was looking at this as like a, a punctuation mark at the very least, like something to be like, Oh, like, like this, it feels like forever. This moment feels like forever. And it's not one that I want to live in, you know? Um, and I'm kind of, I need to say goodbye in some way. Um, so we had this memorial coming and like, you were incredible in orchestrating this whole memorial for, for our so friends. <laughs> Dude, you did so much work. You and Tina, I, I will, I can't express how thankful I am. And I know everyone else who was there, like felt exactly the same, but you guys did a freaking phenomenal job with like, I mean, the memorial itself was, was wonderful and beautiful. Everyone like, I'm so glad I got to see everyone. Um, and then like the after party, you guys like set everything up and you fed us tacos and it was just, it was amazing. It was exactly what we all needed. I think. And Absolutely. I, I had a great, I mean, great time is like a, obviously a, a odd choice of phrasing, but like, yeah, like seeing people that we obviously don't see. I mean, we we've seen them lately, you know, like throughout the last few years, but like people that we haven't seen in a long time. And then just being able to like kind of talk and sort through everyone's feelings on the matter. But I agree, like it was almost like the like we were waiting for like that thing to focus all the sad thoughts at. Like it's like the sad yeah. thoughts were like chaos everywhere and it's like we needed that place to shoot them all, you know. Yeah. And you're right, like it's 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 not over. But it is, it's a punctuation mark. It, like it, it 
ends that that ordeal because that's been going on since Mother's Day. Right. And we've been waiting to have that moment of mourning that we can share with others that are mourning, you know. Yeah. So now it's the healing process. Now it's taking those memories that made us sad and making allowing those to make us happy when we think of him and really solidifying the, the truth in which that he is gone. But yeah, life life has to go on and we have to figure out a way to navigate it. Yeah, dude. Um it's it's so true. And it's you know, Stephen, it's it's funny because I mean, there there are so many lessons to be to to that like I learn through these experiences, and like every time, like when every time I've lost someone, I always feel like you know the thing that everyone always feels is like, oh my gosh, like life. Obviously, we all know that we're gonna die. We know that this is finite. We know that it's it might be shorter than we think. We don't have as much time as we, we you know we wanted. Uh, like this time, I definitely learned like I I need to. I need to be taking pictures with people. I need to be in videos with people. I need to, I need those things because, you know, it's, it's, and it's like, because my current self, I don't look back at those things in my everyday life, but there are going to be moments that I have not considered. You know, there are going to be moments where I want to look back and see myself smiling with my friend and like celebrating mm. their birthday or just like hanging out or doing whatever or videos of us playing music and doing stuff, you know, and like, I'll always be thankful that we're doing this because this is, I mean, this you're is my best hours friend. and hours of hours footage, of yeah. that, you know, of so, us sharing laughs and telling stories together. So. Yeah, dude. Yeah, this is a nice, like, just in case package, basically. Like, oh, yeah, man. This is it's all here. It, it really is. And, but like that being said, Stephen, there's nothing more human than the fact that I feel like an utter failure in completely disregarding that lesson immediately during the memorial. I was like, because, <laughs> like, <laughs> Stephen, like, immediately, I'm like, I'm like, I love this. Like I'm watching this video that I spent hours putting together and all this stuff and I'm watching this and I was like, I wish there was more of me with my friend in that and I'm watching it and I'm surrounded by these people that I've known for de like decades now and I'm just like, I'm going to see them today and probably not again for another, you know, five years, but I'm going to remember them. Some of them I hope to see more and we'll see where this goes. Some of them went back to your house. We got to have conversations that I haven't had in forever. It was like some of it was like wonderful and, you know, like really mm -hmm. just I don't know, like there, there were like, I got to like reconnect with some people and it was really great. Um, I didn't take one picture. I didn't take one picture, Steven. I learned nothing, <laughs> I learned no lessons. I was just like, <laughs> utterly failed the moment. And I look good, Steven. I got to wear a suit. It's the yeah, only time. Yeah, you were sharp. You were so sharp. When else? Like, I'm gonna, I'm, I mean, now I have, now I have a beautiful girlfriend, Steven. I have a, I have a, a wonderful uh, person in my life. I get like, like she always looks so pretty. She wears like these dresses. I mean, she looks pretty no matter what she wears, but like, you know, she, she like dresses up sometimes and I'm like, I'm wearing a collared shirt. This is good enough. And I always dress about the same. I never yeah, have jeans and a t-shirt kind yeah. of guy. Yeah. And like, I'm usually black jeans and this, you know, like this is how I wear, you know, this is what I wear every day. Or like, I like recently I've, I've been really liking like movie shirts. I like movie based, like graphic tees. And, like mm -hmm. I'm getting, I'm getting, you know, that's like my new, like fancy socks. Um, <laughs> but, but like, it's, it was so weird, dude. Cause like I dress up and I'm like, yeah. And I look in my pocket on my jacket and I realize that like, I've been collecting the most depressing, uh, baseball cards of all time. Like I have all of these cards uh, okay. from various funerals that I've been to. And I'm like, I am an adult. Like, this is crazy. You know, like I had this and I was just, oh, it's weird. Dude, someone, someone's going to find that jacket and think you're a serial killer. Yep. 100 percent i mean the, the, those rightfully are your blood so, slides buddy rightfully so there's only the, 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 the yep if i mean 
Yeah, I mean, who else collects cards of? I didn't mean to. They're just in the pocket. I only wear the card, you know. The, the I only wear that jacket to that situation. So I need to. So I mean, what I'm my point in saying that is, I need to start creating situations in which I'm, you know, finding reasons to do these things. Like I want to find reasons to see some of those people. Not not all those people, Stephen. Not all mm-hmm. those people. Not you all know. of them. But. But yeah, dude, it was really good to see some people. Like, I mean, I was I was so thankful that you opened your home up to everyone and let like you know whoever wanted to come back. It was it was nice. Some of it was awkward, of course. We all expected you know some awkwardness, but whatever. Mm-hmm. What, what are you gonna do? Like, we're you know we're adults navigating you know who we are, um, who we like, were, through yeah, the waters of who we were and have been, and like the experiences we've had with other people that m- might not have been uh, like concluded in any meaningful way you know like you people have those like weird tethers that are it's it's odd you know we don't all get closure in our lives for our various drama you know that we have going on with people and we like i forget it's just it's funny dude but how did you feel overall about the whole thing I oh think- i i i thought it all went really well like i was nervous in different stages of it obviously like like i actually got pretty nervous because around 2 like 55 there wasn't as many people there as i thought there would be but then like right at three, like from three to three ten, there was just like droves of people came. So um, I know that that was like I actually thought we were gonna have the opposite problem. So I'm, I'm actually very thankful for the amount of people that came yeah. and and then even perfect the perfect amount at my house too. Like it, each area had enough like seating and like enjoyment factor for the groups that were kind oh, yeah. of rotating around yeah. and got to see like friends that we haven't seen in forever and share stories a lot of stories of which i didn't remember you remember how much of a dick i was but i mean i, I mean i do i know i was a dick in that era i remember it i remember it i mean we both, I you were we were both we even, were both dicks steven you were a dick i was not <laughs> I, was, I was the best no no i was definitely a dick. yeah i was i was actually thinking of that because we we're gonna have josh on our show and i was like man i hope i think i was always kind to josh i can't mm-hmm. like i know we've had a couple of like, josh and i have definitely had a couple of moments like of like like conflict online it's definitely mm-hmm. happened um but like we've always been close whereas like just prior to josh like post high school anthony i know i was like a sharper with people sometimes you know yeah, i was yeah, for sure. i was i was definitely like a, a, a lot more sarcastic and cynical than i you know have grown to become you know mm-hmm. it's like I, I, I mean, I still have some cynicism, but it's mostly like for fun, you know, whereas yeah, like, back sure. then I was just like, oh, I don't care about anything. Shut up. You're all stupid. Every it was, I was very Randall. Like, I mean, it's, that's why those movies connected with me so much, you know, I like mm-hmm. that's, you know, but um, I don't think either of us have ever been bad people. I think we were just we had like our, our jerk sides as we were growing up and kind of like wait, like. I don't know. We had to wiggle through some weird uh, you know, cocoons that were helping like, they're cultivated. Absolutely. That we also helped to cultivate. I mean, especially <laughs> a lot of my teenage life was de- like in, you know, groups of guys where they just razzed each other. So yeah. like a lot of my sh- like I was quick witted and I was, a, you know, jerk to people. And I basically learned that, like, this is not nice. You know, you don't want to do that. You don't want to make people feel small yeah. all the time. Like you like you have like a moment of clarity, like in your early 20s, like, oh, my God, that's like not a it's not an accomplishment you know like being able to razz someone faster than they can razz you is not an accomplishment so because like unlike you like you you have a really good memory like when people like like tell stories that like what i did I'm like wow that's crazy i can't believe i did that because like 
I don't have a memory of it. Like, I really don't. Like, it's almost Thanos-ish, you know? Like, I don't even know who you are. You just snapped all the bad out of you. You're like, yeah. no, 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 that never existed. Sorry. Dude, I think it's why I could, like, rewatch shows, like, over and over again. Because it's like, my mind just doesn't... Like, I remember things, but it doesn't it doesn't store it that way. It doesn't, like, from, like... You know, 50 First States... Stale. 50 First States could be a really cool horror movie. Like... It really could. Like if she if she was a terrible person and didn't remember anything, so she's like going through like what if she was a serial killer like you know like what if mm-hmm. she was, she's going out there like doing the, she's like I need to get him I need to get and she ends up it's it's kind of like like memento but you know but like <laughs> like she's like but I mean obviously it's like much faster pace you know but like what if she's out like to get someone gets him and then it's like oh my gosh I already got him. I didn't know that. And she disposed of this. And then like, we see it as she just continues to do it in faster succession and crazy, you know, anyway, um, this isn't a pitches. Pretty about it. Pitch, <laughs> pitches gets stitches. Um, Fist 51st hates. <laughs> <laughs> that was an impromptu pitches get stitches. Everybody. That's what we do Drew, on these freestyle. Drew, Drew bury more bodies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drew bury more bodies. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, anywho, but yeah, dude, you and Tina did a, an incredible job. I like. I don't think any of us knew what to expect from any of that. Um, I was very thankful that everyone showed up who did. Uh, I everyone seemed to really like the the memorial video, which like I was really I was I was stupidly nervous about that because like. Um, you know, everyone has a different relationship with people, you know, like, I mean, that's something that, like, I wish Josh was here, like, we'll talk to Josh next week. Um, but he touched, so Josh stood up and he, he spoke at the memorial. And he gave a perspective that I think is really important for us all to remember is, um, you know, that we all have a perception of people at various times of their lives. And like, some of it sticks with us in various ways, you know, so like, my, mm-hmm. m- the puzzle pieces that might that created Mike to me weren't necessarily the same puzzle pieces that created Mike to Josh or anyone else. Um, and he, you know, because you meet them at different points, so you don't have this point of reference, you have this, which seems although it's the same person, especially in Mike's case, there are, you know, like, it's just different points of reference that shade things in a different color, a different tone, you know? So it's like, you learn, you know, you learn about people in different ways. Um, So it's just really cool to, you know, to, I want to talk to Josh about that, you know, cause I'm, cause you know, like, like you said, you were saying how like you were a jerk when you were younger, but like most people in your life that you probably know right now that you spend every day with don't know that Steven at all. Mm -hmm. Like like, not even a little bit. Yeah. He's he's gone. You know, like that Steven doesn't exist. Um, and like those moments aren't your forever and they don't define you even, you know, and to some people they do. Like some people still look at you and all they see are those puzzle pieces of like, you know, grief and misery or, you know, whatever drama you had with them. And, and like, it's really hard to kind of get people to dismantle that puzzle and see it for what it really is you know it's mm-hmm. like we're all like these weird mirrors listen man puzzles. you're putting the corners in the middle for some reason i don't yeah. know why you were doing that <laughs> <laughs> but but it's it's you know that's it's odd i'd like to talk to josh about that you know because i was it was really nice of him to say that but um it was really cool but what what scared me is when i was making the video i was like I knew Mike to be like, you know, to have like certain humor and like, I, I, I thought certain things would be funny and certain things would be touching and certain things, you know, um, 
But just because I was seeing it through that lens, because I knew Mike a certain way, I was like, I was worried that maybe I was like, oh, am I, am I overthinking? Like, am I not thinking about this in the right way? Uh, maybe this is too dark and people won't think it's funny or maybe it's just not the right time for humor. I think it is knowing Mike, but that's because I have this idea of Mike, you know? So I was like, crap. So I started like spiraling a little as I was making the video. And that's why like I showed you and Tina beforehand, try, like hoping to get your, cause if you guys were like, whoa, <laughs> like, like, yeah go no start from scratch we'll why do it. did you do it. why did you put those nude pictures in there though, Anthony, <laughs> yeah. but i don't understand single frames of pornography <laughs> in this memorial video mike would have liked it that way i mean he's <laughs> movie mike after all it's a fight club reference but yeah dude so the the i think it went well people seem to like people seem to enjoy the memorial video for what it was but overall i thought it was I mean, that was like, that was the nicest memorial I've been to, I think, overall, you know, like, so mm -hmm. I, I think I, it was, you know, I, I think it was as it went as well as it possibly could, considering what we had to go through. Yeah, because I mean, like, like what we were saying the day of, it's like, man, like, I know we're grownups and we're in our mid thirties now and we're old people, we're older people now and we should be, no we should know how to do these things and we should, but like, this has always been like, you know, my mom's job or like. Like, yeah. I don't know how to do this. Like, I really don't. Like, I was like, I, I, I just have to provide, like, I just had to like rationalize, like I said, to provide a place for people to go to, because I think certain things like this kind of carry themselves. Like they, yeah. you, you just need to bring the proper thing. But then I was like thinking like, oh man, like what if I just mess up big time? And like, people are like, can't believe you bunked Mike's memorial. Like, I know. <laughs> you know, like I was like, this was, this was, you know, but Steven's it went gonna like get Yelp reviews, just one star, terrible memorial. Worst one I've been to this week. <laughs> How many people do you know are dying? <laughs> yes. I mean, way. <laughs> yeah, it's been too many for, yeah. Wow. But yeah, and like, you know, uh, Matt was amazing. Uh, my buddy Craig ran the sound, which was awesome. And they all did it for free because they're amazing human beings. And yeah, like, and then the party afterwards, like, that went like as I and I, I need to give so much credit to Tina for that because um Friday she she goes in at three and uh she took the kids to daycare at like you know she let them she let them stay home for a little bit, but then she took them to daycare on 8 30 because we pay the same whether they go or not. And yeah. uh she went and she like shopped everywhere. Like I ordered those prints and everything, those prints I had. But she went, she picked up the prints, she picked up the ice, she got the, the, the alcohol, she got the, the food, she got, well, she, uh, call had ordered the food, Josh picked up the food because Josh is awesome. And Steven put to laundry. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so did. That's but, amazing. Uh, no, she no, did she, amazing, dude. She, everything like, was I mean, and then like, yeah, was yeah, it was awesome. So yeah, it was, it, it was a really, I mean, as good of a day as it can be, obviously, but it's, and like we said at the beginning, like. Now it's time to turn the page and like refocus our efforts completely and like dive back into the life that we knew before the disruption because we can't let the issues of yeah. our life completely pull us down. You know, yeah. we can't, we can't. Like well, Mike wouldn't I mean, want that anyway either. Yeah, issues, it's supposed to be a double entendre, Stephen. We need the life issues and the comic book issues. We yeah. can't let the life issues dismiss the you know like negate mm -hmm. the comic book issues we need to focus um i've i've had i've had some trouble since this you know like and i i'm i i i feel like it's excusable to an extent but i do need to start really taking steps toward focusing and re, you know and doing things i feel i'm really like i'm thankful this week i'm going to have a few days to like which is awesome recenter get myself going actually like like focus on the right projects and that makes me happy and like i'm 
I'm ready. I, I like, I, I'm definitely ready. Um, it's, it's gonna, it's still weird. You know, like I still, I it's st- atmospheric. That's the problem. It's, yeah. it's not like a very direct emotion that you can attack and combat. Yeah. Like it's very much just like, you don't realize you're just, your mood is like where it's at as a whole because of what you're going through. And it's, it makes everything like, uh, like we were talking about like a couple weeks ago where it's like your brain, like gives you little cookie rewards. Like, no, you don't have to do it right now. Like you yeah. have time later, eat this cookie, just chill, just be, re- just, you know, just relax. Like oh, yeah. you'll have time. And then, then suddenly you, you get to the, the, the last day of your brain pushing you forward. And you're like, brain, we don't have time. You lied. You're like, I <laughs> lied, you know, like the, yeah. On you. Wait, no, you can't be. That can't be true. He takes off the mask. It's just yeah. you the whole time. Just, <laughs> just, just causing myself a big old, uh, big old problem. But yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I still did get some stuff done this week. You know, like yeah. it wasn't like I, I wasn't as productive as I wanted to be because I'm yeah. on. The, I have two pages left. You know what I'm saying? It's oh, like I just so want it to be done. I feel like you're going to get it done this week. Like, I, I, I am. Like- well, I already start. What I did was is I was I was like kind of artist blocking on the next page with the running. Not that it's going to be a hard page, but like yeah. I, I do want it to be cool. Yeah. So I just immediately jumped to the final page because it's, it's a single page splash. So like back to like the thought process of as long as you're working, like you're working. So like, yeah, 100 yeah, just jump to a place where you're not stuck and just yeah. move until you get the momentum you need to move. Oh, yeah, back, yeah, yeah. You know? And then, yes, I mean, it's so yes. And like, it's so easy to get trapped in those spirals of like progress where it's like, uh, like what, what's the saying? Um, Perfection is the enemy of the good. You know, mm-hmm. like we get stuck. Like you want you want that running page to be good, and you're like, oh, something's not right about this, and you're like messing mm-hmm. it up, and you, you could get stuck there forever and plateau because you want to ascend. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like you have to just find whatever you can do to move forward, and that's always going to be the right answer. You know, and then mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes we'll go back and we'll have to fix stuff, but you know what? It's better. It's better to move forward when we can, wherever we can, however we can. You know, mm-hmm. and that's like for me this week, it was just I colored. I was like, I was, I talked uh, previously in the podcast about like getting overwhelmed by giving myself a full page every time or like two pages, you know, every time. And I was like, oh, I'll get the whole page done, the whole page. And it's like, that's too much to do in a day. So then I was like, this time I was like, I'm just going to color the, just the character. So I just, I at least got all of Barreled colored on the page. You know what I mean? So I was like, he's colored. And, and he's the toughest one to color. He's the he's toughest got, one. Yes. And he's the toughest one to color. So he's got like, like a, a color palette of like eight or nine, I think. Yeah. It's like, it's Dude, quite it's, a bit. It's nuts. not only eight or nine, but you, we all know how brushes work. If yes. like on Procreate, I get one color at a time. Gimp in like, or all the other ones yeah. you get two at least. You yeah. can alternate with X. Yeah. But like, I mean, Barreled has that whenever you color any of the rainbow parts of him, you have to like swap two colors each time to do each band or each piece that's that color. But then you can't really do it that way because some these claws are different than these claws. And, the, and you know, it's just it's yep. he's annoying, but he's he's cool. He's a oh, cool he's really character, cool. so he's worth it. But No, it's, it's going to be a great book, dude. I mean, I think he's a really cool monster. Mm-hmm. Especially since Steven, you know, since we started our monster test segment, I've been thinking about it. And they're truly in our culture. Like, I'm sure many cultures have other monsters that they've, you know, they, they've dealt with um, that, you know, they know about, you know, like all, all kinds of like demons and creatures and things that they've that, you know, have been in their media. But like, we don't have a lot of like, um, archetypical monsters in our culture like and when you think about it we have like the universal monsters you know it's like we have a werewolf that people make werewolf mm-hmm. movies we have vampires people make vampire movies we have zombies people make zombie movies there's not much else like we have we have mummies 
but it's kind of like that doesn't really count among the 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 you know the spectrum of monster not really like like not for me it like like no. it's it's mummy's in- like like a mystically mystically powerful zombie really is what yeah it is. and it well yeah and it's funny because like it's it's always connected with those universal monster movies you know because it's it's an undead creature of sorts going you know but like it's never been utilized in a way that those other creatures have you know because of that because it's essentially you know uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fancy zombie it's a it's a pharaoh zombie all you know like mm-hmm. it's it's what do you do with this you know so tell me some feeble rich man's gonna kick my ass i don't <laughs> think so i mean and essentially what they've Dude, done sat with and it, ate grapes yes <laughs> yeah so i mean and what they've done with it is the opposite i, I mean it's, it's not the opposite but it's just very different from monsters you know it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like a monster that you can that that has as wide a scope of possibilities because not everyone was mummified you know what I mean? Like, it would be mm-hmm. weird. It'd be very interesting to be like, oh, this is a mummy, but he shouldn't have been a mummy. He was mummified under these terrifying, you know, like terrifying mm-hmm. situations. Like he, he you know, mummified that's, alive or something. Yeah, like, like that's that. why he came back. Is that, you know, like maybe, uh, maybe, but it's rarely the case. It's almost always like this was some sort of pharaoh and there's a curse involved. And um, But anyway, anyway, I'm getting like, so there's like the mummy, there's Frankenstein, but that's like, Okay, now we're just talking about general, um, like a creature that's create, like a Promethean, you know, like the creation of man, creation of something uh, from, you know, like, so, and, and like the ego and, you know, like the God complex that we have, like, you know, we can deal with that. And that happens sometimes, still not necessarily usually in this, like, pantheon of monster, you know, it's like, that's always, that's usually a different story. It's weird because, like, you know, it's, it's just so different than werewolf, vampire zombie you know like those create those are creatures that have rules you know so i was thinking about it i was just like it's so weird and i like so i, I wanted to do more monster tests and i was like man i'm 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 i'm, I'm coming like I'm, I'm i have a few in the the barrel basically i'm like i have a few more that i want to talk about but i'm like i'm i'm coming to the end of this to the ones that like i feel like we can really elaborate on in a fun way and i'm i want to look so like if you have monsters that like are coming to your mind that you're like oh this is a creature that like we we play with in the world like i don't know anything about skinwalkers but i always kind of think of that as like a general shapeshifter is that you know like maybe we yeah. can talk about general it's like a, it's like a wendigo skinwalker yeah. Pretty much like a similar idea. Yeah. So I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look more into it. There was like a mythos that I randomly came across. I don't know, a couple of years ago that I've shared. I think I might have shared before on Twitter. But um, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry if I bunked this word because it's a Spanish word. But it's uh, El Silba. El Silban. He's basically like when I was like reading about him, he's like the 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 son. Uh, he's like a son that killed his father, I believe, and he carries his father's bones behind them. But the thing that was really cool for him is he has the whistle and you can YouTube it, type in the L Silbone, it's E-L space S-I-L-B-O-N uh, whistle. And it's basically the Del Rey Mi Facade, but like really quick. But the, 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 the trick of it is if you hear him whistling, when it's, when it's close, you're safe. But if it's in the distance, he's going to get you like he's basically right behind you. If it's if it sounds far away. And I think I'm I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure he um, he murders like people that are abusive towards like women and stuff, because I think his father was abusive towards his mother and he killed him. So what you're saying is he's a superhero. That's cool. I mean, yeah. But it has something to do. Like when I remember when I was reading it, it, it makes it sound like he's the bad guy. But like when I was reading, I'm like, 
I don't know. It sounds like he killed his dad because his dad was abusive, but I could maybe there's something I'm missing here. Man, that's but, like that. Oh, yeah, that, that sounds cool. It sounds like a hero. So, I mean, like, an, obviously, it's it's an anti hero. It's like a Punisher esque, you know, like, yeah, vigilante. <clears throat> um, I like it. I like this. I like the idea of like a supernatural vigilante. That's pretty good. You know, that's cool, especially like yeah. that. Um, whistle is so cool, too. Like, yeah, that, oh, yeah. It's that is such a cool little, little but I, man, that reminds like, me of um, Tales from the Hood. Have you ever seen Tales from the Hood? Dude, I have, I have, but haven't. Like, I remember it being on the TV. Tales from the Hood, the like, the first one, so good. Like, super underrated, like, horror movie. I can't believe, like, no one ever talks about it, but, like, it's one of the better anthology movies, like, as far as horror. I mean, there's, like, maybe because there's, like, a, a lot of, like, social commentary and stuff in it, but, like, the, the freaking shorts are actually so good. Like, so really? good. Like, really memorable and, like, really cool. Um, But anyway, the reason I'm bringing it up at all is um, there's one short where David Allen Greer is in it, and he plays, like, this stepdad who's, like, abusive. He, I, he might be a dad, but I'm pretty sure he's a stepdad. It's usually, like, the trope that people go with. But, like, um, he's, he's a, a dad that's abusive to his son. His son is an artist. And um, his son draws a picture of him. He's like, he's a monster. And they're kind of playing with this idea that like the stepdad's actually a monster. Um, and like the kid's afraid because he's a monster. Like not just mm. like he's mean, he's something is a, like there's, when you see him, he grew like there's a growl, there's a deepness and like a darkness to him. And it's just like, and it's, it's real. You know, it's like, obviously like they're, they're touching on some things in a very like on the nose way, but the way it's handled is so cool. And then like he draws a picture of him and he crumples it up. And like when he does it, like David Allen Greer's arm like snaps back and like his leg snaps and he like, Oh man, crumbles and falls down the stairs in this ball of nothing. And it's just like the kid wins by being like this artistic person who's expressing himself and like, like, you know, doing what he can against this abusive father who doesn't support him and doesn't want him to do these things. It's just like, Oh, it's so good. It's so that good. Sounds awesome. Hey, David, David Alan does a pretty good job. Oh, like, dude, like, yeah, he's great. He's great. I, I can't, mean, you can just tell he's got the skills. Like, you oh. know, like that man is talented for sure. But like, oh. I always think of him like in the army now. Oh, yeah, he's like, so good at that too. He is. <laughs> And it's coming on my back. <laughs> I love him. He's so good. Anyway, um, but I was like, oh, I need more monsters. So like, I started making a list, and the first one I thought of, um, the first one I thought of, Stephen, was one that I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious about. I want to know, like, what I would do. Want to know your opinion on this? Uh, I want to talk just for a second. I want to do a monster test for you, Stephen. Ooh. I want to do a monster test about Bigfoot. Bigfoot monster test for Bigfoot. What was our, what, he's got the soup and he kind of smells in some mythoses for some reason. Does he? I guess. Yeah, I mean, he well, would. He's the outside. Florida version does. The swamp ape. The swamp ape. You sm yeah, if you smell sulfurous eggs, like that means that the, the swamp ape is near. Or just you're in Florida and there's a dump. Come on, yeah, Florida. Yeah. Get, get, let's get. There's sulfur. The yeah, there's like swamps it. here. There's sulfur. Just, I mean, in Cape Coral alone, only half the city's on city water. The other half uses a well, and it smells like sulfur. I mean, one hundred percent. Or maybe the skunk egg just works for the city. He's everywhere. He's all of the. But okay, Stephen, what is Bigfoot? What do you know about Bigfoot? What are the Bigfoot rules? Ooh. So I have a I have a couple. My personal belief uh, is that he is like what most people probably think or believe. He is an offshoot of like like a missing link of sorts. Uh, a, an ape man or like a hybrid that never really like like its species never really jumped any further like ours found a way to and somehow they are intelligent and bright enough to bury their dead and like 
are just elusive so we don't see them and like people like kind of rely on that even though we have drones and all this technology now like bigfoot is never seen it's true large and then over seven foot okay okay so large obviously large feet usually that's the... aggressive at times but also some have described him as very calm and very like of nature almost hippie like you know like, like usually hairy often with henderson's yes often with henderson <laughs> so. i'm imagining nipples like let's get bigfoot. to the core of this okay so bigfoot would only have two right because i believe most primates only have it's a primate yeah well no yeah. Uh, yeah yeah but it de- i guess it depends on like how many nipples do orangutans have yeah. <laughs> well steven how long ago did we branch off of this creature like where exactly was it and did it develop and did it continue to develop you know out of necessity There's what if bigfoot had like an odd amount of nipples like three like he's got like one two and there's like this weird like offshoot one he's like that's why i hate you people <laughs> So what do you imagine? So do you imagine um, he's, I mean, he's kind of a cryptid, but he's also, I mean, from in your mind, in my mind as well, he's just sort of an elusive animal, like an organic mm-hmm. creature, just an, an, you know, an, ex, an a somewhat probably endangered because we don't see them ever, mm-hmm. um, you know, species. So, I mean, they'd have to have some sort of abilities, right? They'd have to have some sort of cloaking abilities. Well, what if, what if, I mean, there are many, in most myths, uh, vampires can't be recorded. You can't take pictures of vampires. Mm-hmm. They don't cast any uh, reflection. That's usually a magical thing. But what if the Bigfoot is simply a creature that is existing? Like, like, you, like when you see a, a, a hummingbird or a, you know, like, like sit there and it can like vibrate and like, like flap its wings so fast that it can hover. Maybe Bigfoot is a creature that just kind of exists on a frequency that is slightly different than everyone else. Like, so like when he's still or not moving or like, like existing, like it's harder to see him. Yeah. Like it's actually, constantly, what if, yeah. What if, <clears throat> what if his molecular structure is vibrating at a slightly different frequency than everyone else's for whatever reason it may be. So what if That'd that's crazy, why, like, so, so we can see him, but he appears to be somewhat out of sorts. Like we, like almost like, you know, he's, he's, it's, it's variable, like as if he is blurred to an extent. You know? It's actually like, not that there's not that they're doing, you know, like vibrations mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But one of my favorite shot, like, like moments in Harry and the Hendersons is when they show him walk over to the woods and you're like, and you're like, yes. and then all of a sudden there's all the Bigfoot that have been there the whole time that you just couldn't see because they were so well blended in with their furs yeah. and their patterns and the way they were looking over and stuff. And like, I think there's like five or six and there's like a little one and they all just like kind of move and go away. Yeah. And like, I, I can see that. Like, I think about how often, like, and I know I'm not the best example for this, but like how often I'm in the woods, I can like count on my hands how many times I've seen a raccoon and they're so dirt common in Florida. I mean, raccoons are everywhere. How many times a year do you honestly see a raccoon and they're a common animal? So I get the thought process behind Bigfoot, you know, and there's a lot of stories. Well, I mean, not to mention the fact that Stephen, like you say that, but like, how often are you now in the woods? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. like the Never. average person like yeah sure there are over 7 billion of us but the average person isn't spending a lot of time in broad woods and there is a lot of wooded area you know where mm-hmm. they could potentially be it's possible i'm I, i'm not saying i believe it i never had you know but i do i like the idea that there are i mean obviously there's you know there's more on earth than we can imagine you know like there, sure. like, the, like the the oceans are i mean seemingly the ocean i think is where we're gonna find the treasure trove of 
of species and creatures that we've or like oh my god I can't believe this thing I mean I mean I, think about all the species they found that they they thought were like was the coelacanth they thought it was extinct millions of years ago and they're like hey what's up buddy I'm a coelacanth and he like just like like it just exists <laughs> like, I'm a coelacanth I love it's that cool. stuff, dude. I love that. Like when you learn about those animals, it's it's interesting, and it's just like that kind of stuff makes like those kind of interest. Like you know what? I'll just say this, Stephen. We we don't talk about social issues on our podcast ever, but I'll say that I hate how conflated conspiracy theories have become. Um, where it's become like political conspiracy theories, and all other conspiracy theories just kind of are a tinfoil hat, like Alex Jones, like yelling at, into the ether. Yeah, man, like because, if you believe the Megalodon's still there, you're, you're Alex Jones. Yeah, <laughs> and because I'll tell you, like, some of my favorite memories of my 20s were just like hanging out and like watching silly YouTube videos of like random like conspiracy stuff, like aliens and like, um, like lizard people who could potentially be living in the core of the earth who are slowly trying to make the earth hotter and like like the problem always i mean like one of the main problems is there are people who are accepting 100 wholesale that all of it is factual and then they're living their lives accordingly and yeah. that you know so, which is and, crazy because i it's almost it's just entertainment really yes. and like and it's so like the history fun. the history channel understood they yeah. understood the assignment they're like they okay the assignment they did they did they're like <laughs> Yeah. This is not real at all. We're going to make an entire mermaid documentary and people are going to get like, yes. and it was a fun documentary, like, but people were just like, it's not real. It's like, no, it's not real. It's not real. I think that no. was footage of a mermaid. Have you ever heard about footage of a mermaid? No. no. If, if, no. if that footage existed, we would have known about, we've been learning about it in science class. In fourth grade science, we've been hearing about the mermaid video. Okay. Like, come so on, funny. dude. It's like, it reminds me of like the Blair Witch Project because when the Blair Witch Project came out, everyone was like, oh my God. This is the scariest thing in the world. And as soon as it became popular knowledge that it was fake, everyone was like, I can't believe it's fake. That's so stupid. I'm like, you thought there was a witch in the woods? You were just like, yup, witch in the woods. That's what's going on here. No, you're an idiot. You're a moron. It was awesome the way they like they created a situation and developed this whole shaky cam found footage uh, genre. And it was amazing. It was really mm -hmm. interesting. It was creative. It was freaking brilliant. And like it was really well done. Uh, just accept that you were fooled and you believed in witches for a minute. Uh, the, like good, like it sucks to be you nerd, but like what that like that was so cool. But for some reason, as soon as people are like, well, there, there aren't mermaids. But like no man, what do you mean? Of course, like that's the silliest. Like come on, get out of here. And if there are mermaids, we simply just don't know enough about them to have a documentary. What do you like? No, you know? that's what I'm like, saying. Like whenever like there's new evidence, like things, like anything that has like those words, like oh new video evidence. It's like listen. If it's new video evidence, but the video is from 1984, it's not real. Like that, it's just not real. You're making it from 1984 because it's much easier to add some film grain to that stuff and hide all the special effects that you can't do as well as Pixar. Like that's why you're doing it, you know? And like, but like, yeah, like I'm saying, like any footage of something that was like backed by any like person yeah. that was like, yeah, this is real, we would all know about it. Like there is no way Earth would go a week without spreading, like, no this is mermaid cia is like no this is mermaid footage this is absolutely a mermaid people yeah. be like holy shit there's mermaids like yeah, that's you know, okay I'll history channel's not breaking the case is what no, i'm saying of course like, not but, but i'll tell you like so like a so i only believe like i believe in two actual conspiracies steven i'll, I'll lay them out for you right now i actually wholeheartedly believe in two things two full conspiracies that i will just say this is how this is what i actually believe in one steven I don't believe that Ugly Sonic was ever going to be released to the, mm. to the world. 
I don't believe they were ever going to release the Ugly Sonic design in the movie as the final product. I don't. I believe they put that out there to get all of this buzz because they knew it would be widely generally hated because it was clearly disgusting. It's actually kind of genius. You know what it probably was even on top of that is they usually they usually have trailer footage ready. You know, like they 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 get so maybe they were running behind a little bit. They're like, ah, crap, we're running behind. Take this model and put it over top of all the models in the trailer and just say like, and then release it. And then we'll go, okay, you know what? We're going to go back and we're going to edit. Like, oh, thank God. We, we, we bought ourselves two more months to edit some. I am. So I'm begging you. I'm big. Okay. So, so spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Sonic or want to see Sonic, just ignore it. Like skip ahead, like 10 seconds. Okay. So tails comes in at the end of the movie. That wouldn't be new. They were always going to plan for a sequel no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they do. You don't make Sonic the Hedgehog and not put Tails at the end of the credits after the credits yeah. and have him come in. I want to see Ugly Tails. Yeah, where's Ugly Tails at? Where's, where's the character Tales? concept? Show me. I know you can You can go ahead and like build it now. I want to see some proof that you had Ugly Tails. I like, want the I, file. Like, I, I want the date I'm, modified. I'm begging over. you. No, okay. But I really, I truly like, the, like wholeheartedly don't think they were ever going to release that because it makes no sense. It's the no. It, that's, it's such an easy character to make look like the like the game. Yes. Like it's and like it, and I, it's and a I signature know. look. You know it's what I'm saying? It's a signature look. I know how much goes into the process of every like so, like every movie goes through a series of processes in which like things have to be okayed, especially big studio movies like that. Like that's a huge franchise in the making, and they know that. And they know that they're building it off this huge history with a character. They're going to have like, you know, people come in and do like studies and make sure that, you know, people are enjoying these, you know, these things. There's no chance. There's no chance they're ever going to let that go. Thing number 2, Steven. And I know like some people will get mad at me for this probably. I don't think they were ever going to bring Futurama back without John DiMaggio. Like, oh, really? I don't, I don't think, I I think, I think, well, I think they were like, oh, they're going to recast Bender. And then everyone's like, oh my gosh, what Futurama, they, I don't, I won't watch it without Bender. But no one knew it was coming back anyway until they said that. And then suddenly, oh wait, Futurama's coming back. Oh wait, John DeMesh, oh my gosh, what's going on? And then a couple months later, once everyone has, oh, Futurama's coming back in their brain. John DiMaggio is like, I'm, I'm back, baby. Like, Bender's back. Like, they weren't going to do that without Bender. They weren't. No. The same way they're not going to recast all the Simpsons. They're going to just end the show eventually. That's what's going to mm-hmm. happen because they know what will happen. The, the, the only thing keeping those, those both two shows alive is the nostalgia and the people who are going to come back because they previously enjoyed what it was. You know, mm-hmm. it's not, they're not looking. I mean, they want to get new audiences. Of course, everyone does, you know, but they know that their core audience is going to be the fans that have already been established. And the fans who have been established aren't going to accept a new Homer or a new Bender. Those, that's not going to happen. And it's just not worth it. It's not worth the backlash and the constant perpetual hate and the like the burnout comments that you're going to receive for the rest of history. Anyway, those are my two that I, I just that's what I believe in. Steve. Hmm. Ugh, do I have any? I, I, I like the little conspiracy theory that maybe Courtney Love had something to do with Kurt Cobain's death. OK, that's fair enough. It's, it's not that crazy of a, of a stance, but I know some people like she kind of got bullied a lot in the 90s and being like was hated because she was Kurt Cobain's girlfriend. I mean, she also did some stuff, too. But that whole thing, like I do think I go oh, the shotgun, you know, wouldn't work, blah, 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 this and that. And uh, I've always thought that that theory is kind of there's no there's no substance, but there's maybe enough substance for there to be something there. Right. Um, oh, yeah. And then what's another little, I'm just trying to think of another one so I can go two for two with you. Here's the theory that I, Chup, uh, Chupacabra is, is, it's very similar to Bigfoot, but I, 
there was a point in time where like I was seeing some of those videos of the remember when the head was on the fence, the, yes. the, the head of the chupacabra. Like I was like, man, some of these some of these photos are pretty. I don't know, man. Is chupacabra real? Like I remember for a brief moment. I mean, now I've pretty much just accepted it's probably just coyotes with mange or something. That's what like I was gonna that, say. Like, well, I mean it's probably but, very explainable, you know. But I mean, that's still chupacabra. Like if there, yeah. if there are still wild creatures out there doing things specifically in that region, you know, it's sucking goat blood or whatever. You know, like that's still chupacabra, you know. Like it's you know what, what's cool to me too is like because we live in Florida, so we meet people from Jersey, New York, all the time. Like especially like our coast for some reason. Like they used to all go to East Coast Florida, but now they're all coming West Coast Florida. And they all like anytime I've met someone, I'm like, I'll always like I've asked about the Jersey Devil. Like, oh, is that real? And they're like, like some are like, I don't know, because they like live more in the cities. But like, dude, there are some people that look at me like white as a ghost, and like, no, like there is something that goes on out in those woods. Like we don't know for sure what it is. Like, they, like, like they are like full-hearted belief huh. like th- there is something out there there is some sort of cryptid like there is some monster out there that is it's weird out there there's staircases to nowhere and like blah, blah, i love blah, that blah. stuff yeah. i would love to get someone on the show who has experience with that stuff my Ooh, fear my fear i would love that i will interview people like i would love to have people on so you and i can talk to them if they have like experiences with any sort of cryptid uh ghost or like supernatural entity whatever it is i'd love to interview them my fear is that we'll get stuck in a situation in which i can tell that someone's lying or that Mm. it feels that someone's being like completely disingenuous or like they're just uh bonkers like there are a lot of people who are just unhinged out there who are willing to say things or like honestly steven like I have met people in like, obvi- I'm not a professional of anything. Like, I'm not qualified to say the thing I'm about to say, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'll still say it. I'll still mm. say it, Stephen. Um, but when I've asked about ghosts in the past, I could, I, I like, I got a very distinct feeling that people will, were like compensating for traumatic events with supernatural rationality. Like they, like, you know, they were, they were kind of like um, projecting moments, you know, of supernatural entities and such when, there are very easily explainable physical phenomena, like situations. Well, like, that I was like, like how you were even saying about the whole, like when you felt like someone was watching you, like when you were laying down, like it could yes. be like a, like a stored memory from when you were a baby in yeah. your crib yes. and your parent come in and it's like this dark silhouette and it's mumbling and 100% like, cause we, the brain just stores and it Dude. actually kind of ties into brain matrixing. Cause like, like, like the way the brain like processes information is if it's a blank or it's something that it doesn't know, it's just like, Fill in the fill in the gaps. Yeah. Remember when he was two and then just I mean, take something. Like, yes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah. I get that. I mean, the story, the whole like storage and retrieval system of our brains is just so bizarre, especially, you know, and I don't know. It's amazing. You know, See, that's so, why like, like it's, it's tough. It's tough to just have people on a show because you don't, yeah. I mean, you can vet them, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like the reason why those like, those were so impactful to me is these are people that I knew that I worked with and I talked with for numerous days. And then, sudden, and then suddenly out of the blue, I just happened to mention the Jersey devil. And they, they like this person I know gets white in the face. Yeah. And I'm like, so I trust it. You know, like there's like that, there's a, there's a little built up belief there. Like, like, well, man, like I, there's no reason you would lie to me now. Like we, you're not trying to impress me. I've known you for months. Like we're already good. You know, like, but yeah, it's pretty those the Mothman and the Jersey Devil, those are both things that I've always seemed so far out, like so yeah. far like outfield. Right. Like, yeah, but like the people that have talked about him like are like, no, that's real. I seen oh. it this day. It's so dude, it's so interesting. Okay. So 
I mean, I, I'm with you. Like, I I love it, and I love he, when when you see that and you feel that like confidence mm-hmm. in someone's voice. I mean, you know, the, the the terror and like the sincerity of their voice. Um, you ever talk to someone who's been hypnotized? I've seen it happen, but never like directly well, talked. Yeah, because like I've talked to a couple people who have, who've like claimed to be hypnotized, and I I know like there's there's a whole whatever. There's a lot to it. It's more complicated than you know. It's it's so, suggestion is very interesting. Um, but Stephen. Every time I've heard someone talk about being hypnotized, I always have gotten the feeling that they are holding on to like a secret, like that they know that they're like, oh my gosh, this is something in my life that is fun for me that like I get to play with magic and like I like that they were in on the joke is what I feel like. Like the hypnotist like, just comes up to him and like, yes. Well, no, that I like, I think that they're just like, well, because if you ever watch, if you watch hypnotists, if they, whenever they have like a group, they'll kick people off stage who aren't performing, like who aren't doing the thing. So it's like, you know, it's like, okay, uh, you know, touch your head, you know, and like if, if people aren't touching their head, whoever's not, they're like, oh, you're not susceptible to hypnotism. So then it's like, wait, are they really susceptible to hypnotism and, and like actually being hypnotized or are they just more likely to go along with the thing, which, I mean, is that just what hypnotism is, is finding the most <laughs> susceptible people who are willing to do whatever, you, you know, you tell them to do. But anyway, but when I've talked to people, it, it's it's felt so often, like, they are just like, haha, I'm in on this joke, and I'll never tell you, and now I have this, and I'm part of magic. And I'm just like, ah, I hate it, I hate you. You know, like, I, I don't like this. I Because I want to believe people, I want the, like, I want that sincerity, and I, I did, like, I haven't felt that with, like, people who have been hypnotized, but... But if I he wakes up, it wakes up one day suddenly having uh, telepathic capabilities of that of Professor X. Yeah. His first thing he does is goes to the first person that ever told me he was hypnotized. <laughs> just reads the shit out of his mind. <laughs> like, You're a <sighs> fucking liar. <laughs> what if you yeah. like basically like brand slash um, Hodor? Yeah. Like in that moment, like they, they actually were hypnotized because you just appeared in their brain. Appeared, and they, yeah. they screwed them up. Yo, oh, you, you, you thought you were going to act like a chicken then. How about for the rest of your life? <laughs> <laughs> gobble anyway. gobble that's turkeys i don't care it, was, it sounded better than bok bok okay gobble gobble sounds better than bok bok cluck cluck boom <laughs> anyway all right steven we should get out of here um okay so every week we talk about what's next what are we going to try to do this week we've had issues uh previously are we gonna are we gonna buckle i'm down gonna say it i'm gonna say the words oh god steven let's hear it i'm gonna finish the book this week I'm going to draw, well, draw the last two pages. I'm going to draw the last two pages of Deathless this week. Dude, I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm going to color one solid full page, and I'm going to write three pages. That's what I'm going to go for. I should be able to do more. I'm going to undersell myself this week. I'm going to, like, you know, I'm going to under-promise and try to overperform this week. That's my plan. Uh, So I'm going to color one page. I'm going to try to write three pages, and that's what I'm doing this week. I don't have to edit anything else. Um, I've already completed. I was... I've done everything I had to do this week otherwise. So I'm in a good place. Perfect. There's enough pages for me to shade once I do finish. So like, yeah. And then like we were talking before, if I get caught up with you somehow on the shading, you just jump to word balloons and I'll start flatting. It's not a big deal, you know? So yeah, dude. So that's what we're going to do. I'm super excited. I think we can do it. (sighs) It's been a rough week. It's been a rough month, couple months. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like we're, we're getting there, Steven. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that we are where we are. I feel like we've we've gone through a lot and we've accomplished a lot in that time regardless. And I'm proud of us. And I'm, you know, I'm thankful to be doing what we're doing, dude. I think we're, 
yeah, we're doing it. And that's, that's all that matters. So, and you know what? Thank you all for being here. Thank you for supporting us and for just being with us through all of this. Uh, Steve and I are endlessly grateful and thankful to have you in our lives. We love you all. And we just, we hope to see you week after week. Please tell your friends about our little show. We're really bad at, at selling it to people. We don't know, you know, it's like, what do we do? We're just like, oh, we're two friends who talk about how they lost their other friend, but that's not really what the show's about, but it is for a while. <laughs> it's, like, been the, it's been that way for a minute now, guys, but they're gonna, they'll be back. Yeah, we're we're trying, you know. So it's it is weird. It's a bit it's, it's a rough sell right now for us. And and like, what are we gonna do? Like, somehow we're gonna have these rough patches. But you know what? That's part of having issues. It's weird. You know, we are two people. We're two. We're just doing our best. You know. So anyway, I'm I'm glad that we're doing what we are, dude. I love Absolutely. you. And yeah, we're thankful for all of you. So we will see you next week. I'm Anthony. And I'm Stevie Wildcard. And this has been episode 95 of We Have Issues. We'll see. Five you. episodes left, Kevin. Come on, Kevin Smith. We need you. Five left. All right, dude. Oh, Josh man. is actually watching New Girl on his phone because he doesn't have any power. Yeah, dude. Um, we're supposed to have Josh on the show, and I'm I'm like, I plan to have Josh on the show. So one of us is gonna have to do a Josh impression for the whole show. <laughs> so what we'll do, what we'll do is we'll just do an on the fly. Steven, op- come on, come on, Steven. Come on. What are you getting? What are you doing? What are you doing, Steven? Wait, oh wait, are we gonna change? We're changing roles here. What's we're gonna change your roles? We're changing your roles. Whoa. Welcome to episode 96. Is it six? 96? 95. 968. You were so close, Stephen. You were so good. You were like, I got this. And then immediately, <laughs> immediately, <laughs> that immediately just dropped the ball. Dropped that ball. Who I was like, ball? Wait a- I knew it wasn't 94. You don't know but- like sports, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> dropping all the balls i dropped the i dropped the pen okay i dropped the guitar pick even steven i did this button steven because we're we're letting loose this time this is this is a loosey-goosey episode of the show <laughs> no all it's i mean it's all the frills that you get with our show except for with sans button no um so we're supposed to have josh in the show steven and mm-hmm. uh we live in Florida. Unpredictable, unpredictable weather. I'm predictably unpredictable weather. Like, <laughs> kind of like. But you, let's be fair. Usually the thunderstorms are from three to three forty-five p.m. That's that's usually when the Florida thunderstorms. Very are. predictable weather is what Stephen's throwing down. He's like, I know the thing you just said. However, <laughs> alternatively, what if we said it like this? And we're like, No, you're right, dude. It's true. It's true. Um, well, it's either that or it's like late at night. It's like you're sleeping. And it's just like a beautiful thunderstorm while you're sleeping. Yep. You, know, you just sleep like a, it's the Florida bait. Yeah, it's like the best. It's the best. It's the best reason to live in Florida, really, is the yeah. the lulling thunderstorms. Ooh, so. With the exception of when it knocks out your power in the middle of the night and you, all of your air and your fan shut off, and then suddenly I, you wake up in a, a sweat and you're drowning in yourself, and you're like, "What is happening?" In this because what, what happens is it knocks your power off, and then it stops raining, which immediately kicks on the humidity because yep. the ground is still hot from when the sun baked it earlier. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Florida, happens. everybody, yeah. and then the mosquitoes. Yeah, so what we're saying is don't move the floor to stop moving the floor. <laughs> no, um, all right. Gentrifying us. All right, Stephen, you ready? You ready to get started? Let's do this. I am. Okay. Hello. Um, he's not going to edit this dead air out either, people. He would if it was him, but my dead air stayed in place. Oh, I'm imagining nipples.